Welcome, everybody, to this episode of O365A. On this episode, we're pleased to welcome and talk to Mark Armstrong, who is the director and founder of Code Software. Uh, Code Software makes a wide range of smart tools to manage your UC environment, including cloud-based reporting, analytics, management, and recording tools for Microsoft Teams and 365. So we're going to talk to him today about uh, his new latest solution for Microsoft Teams. Um, welcome, Mark. Uh, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself and Code Software? Thanks, Curtis. Um, yeah, hi guys. Um, so a bit of background on Code Software. Um, you might have seen yesterday was our 10-year anniversary. So it's uh, 10 years ago yesterday that, that uh, myself and exactly <laughs> and a couple of very clever guys in Romania um, launched Code Software. So go, going back. 10 years uh, when we launched. Um, our background was really in reporting and analytic tools for PBX environments. Um, the reason we got together and form code at the, the time UC platforms were really coming into fruition. Um, and we, between the three of us, felt that the market really needed a solution that was designed and developed from day one with the more complex UC reporting requirements in mind. Um, our background, believe it or not, at the time was in, in Cisco. So we, we kind of naturally thought we'd follow that route. What happened back uh, 10 years ago, as I'm sure you guys can remember, is Microsoft were just kind of putting their feet into the voice, the UC arena. So we, we decided at a very early stage to align um, with Microsoft. And, and, and we've done that and we've followed the journey from OTS, Link, Skype Business, and of course, now Teams. Over the uh, over over the ten years, we've developed and and really 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 grown the portfolio base, uh, expanding out of reporting and analytics or or complementing the reporting and analytics um, to a position now where we've got um, real time wallboards and reporting for call queues and auto attendance, which is a uh, as I'm sure you you all can um, uh, associate with it, it is a big requirement in the market. Because uh, you touched on the fact that we, we do voice recording as well. Um, so we've certainly got that. Um, we, we've we've grown since uh, 2013 to a position now where we've got offices in the UK, in um, the US, in New Zealand, and in Romania. So we've got a global global coverage, a uh, very large Microsoft base. Um, and what we're going to talk about today is is our latest offering, which was born really out of um i suppose frustrations or certainly customer requirements of, of our existing account base um when they were looking at really licensed life cycle management of their m365 licenses and and i suppose frustrations around visibility the ability to easily slice and dice the information um and and, and really cover off the areas of, of license consumption um and and right sizing licenses and cost savings and and all of those um uh good areas so as i said that that's really what what i'm going to focus on today i'll give you a quick run through of the software um i've, I've mentioned about the, those key kind of business drivers the the rationale around why why we've actually developed the solution um 
so if you bear with me i will share my screen and um i'll give you a, a as i said a run through um of the solution sounds good mark and a quick question i noticed yeah clava is your umbrella um suite so this is another uh solution which is fits, fits under the the uh, clava umbrella if you will exactly the clobber suite of software so it's a modular suite of software we've got the module looking at the call queues about general teams analytics the voice recorder um we've also got a range manager in there so looking at um did range uh ranges to manage and this module uh, that we're looking at today clobber la the license adoption module all right Good stuff. So without any further ado, I'll, I'll run through a really quite a, 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 a rapid uh, demonstration of the software showing some of the key concepts. I think certainly the design concept that we've we've applied to the um, software is, is the ease of access to relevant data and the fact that you can configure it or all, all users can configure it to their own requirements. A lot of reporting tools out there very much tell the end users what they're going to see because of their reporting. We've flipped that concept on its head and it's the users telling the, the software what they want to see, if that makes sense. Um, so we start at very high level. Um, we, we can look at the licenses. So throughout the software, the, the, uh, the way that we actually import the data, we, we import from AD, uh, but also use um, Graph to, to uh, actually import the, the usage uh, of the, the uh, different license queues. You can see here, I'm using a, a demo environment, of course, um, but the, the licenses, all of the different license counts, um, you can see if they're, they're enabled, uh, you can see the consumption of the licenses, the monthly costs, the unassigned costs. Um, in this case, we've got a lot of licenses, there's actually 75, but what, what we can do, for example, is just look at our core licenses. So the core licenses are going to be the, the E licenses, um, the F licenses as, as well, if applicable. Of course, the A licenses, if they, if it's in, in in the case of education. So I've just filtered this particular page to look at the core licenses. Costs, of course, pretty much there there isn't a published list price really that for, for the licenses so certainly within the software if i've negotiated specific um charges for the different licenses i can go in as you can see here and apply my specific or unique uh licensing cost um to that license of course that ensures the integrity of all of the data that that is being produced uh, as you run through and and, and use Clobber LA. So that's an overview of the, the actual licenses. The way that we present the data, I suppose, is in, in two ways. We've got the dashboard, which gives it the visualization of, of the consumption and usage of the, of the licenses. Um, and then we've got the reports as well. Within the software, there's a, the ability to apply uh, my own uh, analysis rules if I need to do specific um, uh, analysis on licenses. But let's start off with the dashboard. Um, so 
as I mentioned, the, the, the software throughout is, is user driven. So I can create and, and, and start building out a new dashboard if I want, and I'll just click on that there. And then I just simply go in and select out the, the um, different widgets that I want to um, uh, apply to the dashboard. So it might be a couple of snapshots I want there. I might want to see some licensed trends. Um, I could look at the unassigned licenses uh, and also I've mentioned about the analysis as well so I can very simply drag and drop resize and, and create this uh, dashboard layout to look at exactly the way I want. Once I've brought the widgets onto the main um, page there as you can see um, I can go in and start applying filters to the individual uh, widgets. So here on that that snapshot view, um, you can see it defaults to license cost per city, but it, it might be that I want to look at count and not cost. So I can look at the license count um, and that then I can start applying filters. So maybe I want to look at specific country, state, city. So all of these AD elements, I, I can apply uh, the filters. It also supports custom attributes. So if um, if an organization is using custom attributes, it might be cost codes or, or, or different elements. Again, I can apply them to the filter in here. Products, if I was just looking at analysis of E5, E3, for example, um, then I'd select that in, into the um, uh, the actual filtering capability that, that, that we're seeing here. So once I've applied the filters, it will update, of course, that, that individual widget. Um, throughout the software, again, easing the, the use of the software, there is um, click through and drill, drill down capability. Um, so here you can see if I mouse over all of the different um, elements within the uh, uh, pie chart that, that, that I actually get that detailed information. Once I've built out the dashboard, I, I save it. And then, of course, I can load out different layouts, um, pre-save layouts. So here's one that I've called um, the landing page. And you can see I've configured and built that out to, to my specific um, requirements. And some of the click through then, for example, there you've got license count by country. So maybe I want to do analysis on the, the licenses in the US. So I simply click on that area, it now drills down and I can see all of the license information for that particular country. You can see how many enabled users, disabled users. So these are AD disabled accounts that, that, that um, I'm, I, I still effectively have a license allocated. Um, to it again that there is click through on that available um, I can continue to drill down into the cities for example so here we can see in New York and then the department so I'm, I'm clicking through onto the individual departments here um, and you can even drill down to the individual user level so maybe I want to do some analysis on uh, one of the individuals as well here so I simply click on that individual I can see instantly the licenses, the associated licenses, the cost of OneDrive usage, the application usage as well. So you can see here the um, uh, the uh, access time, whether it's mobile, web, uh, or, or the window Windows. Um, we've got the applications, Word, Excel, Outlook, all of the different applications, and when they were last uh, actually used and, and, and logged into. So uh, hopefully what I demonstrated there is 
from the dashboard from that very summary high level it's very easy for me even as a non-technical user to drill down and, and get some very detailed uh, information as you can see there so that that kind of concept is applicable throughout all of these widgets where I've got drilled through and, and dashed at, um, uh, um, uh, drilled through uh, details on there. Um, you can see some of the other widgets. So let's take for example, so, let's Mark, do- just, just before you so, dive yeah. into that, I just got a question. Um, so from looking at this from like an overall organization perspective, um, do you have the ability to sort of break it out into cost center as well. So like if I wanted to do sort of like a bill by department, so for instance, let's say we're purchasing some additional uh, power platform licenses or something else, you know, specific to a department, we want to be able to sort of bill back to that department themselves. Absolutely. So that lies really in the reporting side of the software and you can see there the recharge, which is effectively bill back. So it's slightly different to the, um, dashboards and what I do when when I select out the recharge what, what you'll see is just clear that down um uh, it, it is effectively a list of all of the license types which which are coming through here my laptop is incredibly slow on freight um but there you can see that the grand total when when the actual figures come through so here are the details so so that particular kind of use case that you'd said there about recharging I, I can effectively do that or bill back to the individual departments you can see here i've just filtered on the e3 licenses i could have all of the licenses um and what i can do then is for example if i want to group this report um into country you just select out um which of the columns you want to group by um and it, it, it's a very simple way of again for the, even non-technical users um, to manipulate the data with, within the report um, so you can see here it's, it's now grouped uh, at, at this top level of country I could drag departments up there so to go country and then departments for example um, but here you can see that the first country beginning with A is actually Argentina and then at the bottom there you can see for Argentina with their, their E3 licenses the um, uh, total monetary value is is uh, I've got my glasses on is 91,000 um, what we can also do to this is actually uh, apply a percentage uplift so if an organization is looking at build, uh, uh, doing buildbacks internally and they want to put a percentage uplift on the license cost, there's also the ability um, to do that. Awesome. I think uh, Michael also has a question as well. And then Dina. So a couple of questions. The, uh, the reporting on the usage, do you have the ability to say like, find users that are assigned E5 that maybe are not using phone systems. So you can have an idea of maybe you need to adjust those licenses or how, how granular can you kind of report yeah. on the usage to understand if they're maybe over licensed or under licensed? Yeah, great question, Michael. I mean, 
Well, what that refers to is effectively the analysis rules. So what I can do, and and, and this allows you really to get as granular um, as, as you like. So I've gone into the analysis rules here. Um, what I want to do is create a new rule. I think you, did you say um, disabled users with a light? Oh, no, you said E5 to E3, didn't you? Yeah. So. Yeah. What we've got here, one of the predefined um, rules is E5 to E3, and it, it, it exactly addresses that scenario, Michael, where if an organisation has bought E5 licences and some of the users aren't using the workloads within there, then of course there's the ability to downsize them or bring them back to E3 potentially. Um, so you can see that the particular rule here is E5 to E3. Um, but again, even with the rules, I can tailor them um, to um, uh, specific areas. So I, I, I would call this, I, I put the, the title in there, um, but you can see the different areas um, there. I'm not, I'm, for the sake of time, I'm not gonna go through all of the different areas, but what I'd do, I'd create save that rule I'd, I'd then run that rule uh, in the analysis here um, and, and once that rule has been run it effectively will, will show here exactly that information that the users that can be uh, moved from e5 uh, to e3 licenses again you're gonna have to bear with me slightly as the uh, and, and those analysis rules, uh, those are canned, like most, like the templates are kind of built by you. And then, so like an example, like maybe you're looking at Teams Premium and you want to see, you know, are they using premium features or when Copilot comes out, are they, you know, using, you know, Copilot efficiently or should it be allocated to someone else? Are you, you, you create those analysis rules and then... Yeah. We do we do that exactly. Yeah, yeah. And and he can see it's displaying all of the rules, but what I'd do is just filter on that E5 to E3. Um and he can even see the the actions or the proposed actions where we would be to replace the E5 um uh user with uh, uh, license with with an E3 user license. You can even include the, the license rules on the dashboard here as well. So, for example, and again, let, let's go into that scenario that you mentioned of E5 to E3. If I've got it through here, um, uh, let's check. So. I've got some replay. Yeah, there's replace E5 with E3. So I'm just going to change the text at the top there. Replace E5 with E3. Um, and I can put thresholds on this as well. So it, it, it's got the red, amber, green scenario. So that's particularly relevant for really large organisations where, where they, they're going to want to apply thresholds that they'll give themselves a certain amount of tolerance for, for the rules but if it exceeds that tolerance on the dashboard here you, you'll be able to see instantly because of the um, thresholds that, that I'm applying there. Um, you have the opposite scenario so like hey we have a bunch of people with E3s and a whole bunch of add-ons that are actually in E5 makes sense to go to E5 and upstep. Yeah, I, um, not at the moment, not currently, no, uh, unfortunately. So uh, uh, what you can do, though, is do the analysis of, of the workloads um, within there. So what, what, we, what we have got is duplicate licenses. 
so if someone does have e5 for example and, it, and it is stupid, yeah. exactly all of that side of things so we can certainly do the analysis on, on there um uh that i've got to say one of, one of the biggest ones that we're finding since since the launch of the product is the disabled ad with a license um so I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with the scenario where uh an employee leaves the company they're disabled in ad um but that that, that account effectively or the license um has not been reallocated or, or um disabled so you, you can see here in the case in the bottom right hand corner that sorry in the right hand side there um that, that there are those disabled ad um, users with licenses again same kind of concept go in filter it change it round but what you can also do as I mentioned is click through so I can click through and instantly see all of the disabled AD users um, with licenses and you can see the total cost in there as well um, what what you can do within the software as well throughout all of these reports is actually select uh, or, or deselect the, the columns um, and that's certainly quite relevant or, or very relevant in the reporting side both on the recharge and the usage um, whether there are multiple um, columns that, that, that you can select out so here for example with regards to the usage we can look at the app usage um, the last login uh, for, on Teams, for example, or Outlook or Word. So I can go through and, and basically select out which of the the um, applications that, that, that I actually want to see or, or do some analysis on, whether it is Teams or um, it, it might be other areas on there as well. Select out the columns and, and, and create them here. Um, and then you can instantly see the um, uh the details whether it is team's last login and might be last login on on, on the web so a, a lot of detailed information getting very granular um and 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 really i suppose if you step up back to the higher level it's about the consumption of the licenses um about right sizing and and, and just in, ensuring that that, that an organization's investment in M365 licenses, it, it is correct, and that they're of course um, making the most benefit as possible. What we are finding is a lot of organisations, for example, will purchase a lot of E5 licenses. That there's a reason they've done that. Um, that they, they need the voice, that the conferencing, all of the, those different workloads. Um, what, what our software will show is users that aren't using the workloads correctly now, they don't have to instantly downgrade to e, E3. What a lot of customers are doing is using it as a, an opportunity to train the users to make sure that they are using the licenses correctly. And then, of course, uh, they're, they're getting the maximum benefit from, the, from their investment uh, in the licenses effectively. So so, Mark, um, you touched on op optimization, and, and uh, I had some follow-up with, with that. I, I spend a lot of time with voice customers, and often I, you know, we find that they've deployed Teams phone system, and they've chose like a three thousand minute plan, and there's users barely touching 
you know, maybe 10 minutes of calls a month or something. So are you able to even dive into like the, the usage, you know, and, and I can, I'd have the same question for, um, you know, power apps. If there's, if the orgs chose a, a you know, a user-based license versus an app-based license, like, can it make, can it help make it more intelligent decisions to say, look, these people are on a 3000 minute plan. What if you, what if you drop down to a 120 minute, they could drop down to a 120 minute plan. Like, is it able to do things like that within the licenses? Yeah. So we, we again, there's a couple of ways of doing that. I mean, you've mentioned about the different plans, if they can drop down, um, we can do that via the analysis rules. Um, but also our, our core solution, Clover outside of LA, it is very good at slicing and dicing actual usage of um uh, of, of voice effectively um so you can certainly see that the number of minutes that, that are being utilized for individual users as well um as i mentioned out outside of this uh particular uh, adoption module so let me just yeah so you, you can see some of the um uh standard um uh, analysis rules you, you right, mentioned right. again replace 240 with 120 so again i can go in there it, it gives you a summary it checks whether a user has less than a, uh 120 uh, uh minutes per month um and so i can enable that role and, and very quickly get get that list of actual users um that the the rule pertains to Hey Mark, quick question about uh, licensing um, for all our viewers out there. Is this license per managed user or uh, is it uh, an enterprise tier? How is it licensed? Yeah, well, we actually base it around core licenses. Um, so uh, any e-license uh, effectively um, would re require a license. There's a, a separate uh, or lower fee for the frontline licenses, the F licenses as well. Um, but it is effectively um, priced on licenses that, that we're monitoring. It's an annual subscription as well. Um, and, and, and yeah, certainly um, more than happy to share pricing with, with um, uh, anyone that, that that is interested moving forward. All right. And uh, if someone wants to trial this, um, do you offer sort of free trials, 30 days type thing? Yeah, it's probably worth touching on the whole kind of uh, registration and, and installation, I suppose, of the, the software. Um, it, it's, it's entirely a cloud-based service based out of Azure. Uh, it's very simple for a end user to register onto the software. You need a Teams administrator role. Um, it's literally five minutes installation. Um, uh, once it's installed, depending on the size of the organization, it can take up to 24 hours to populate all of the license details. Um, once installed, uh, you will effectively start a 14 day trial. Now, what we've had to do, of course, we trust everyone implicitly. However, there were a couple of rogue uh, companies that, that would effectively install it right size see all of the, the the relevant details and say thank you very much so the the trial 
none of the features are cut down it's what's delivered so for example on the reporting page you would only see i think it's four or five lines of detail on there again so you can um uh just verify the concept um of the software and the, that it is actually going to give you meaningful data um once you've run through the 14-day trial um it, it's uh, as simple as um, notifying us and, and, and then we will effectively activate the, the full version of the software. Got it. Okay, sounds good. Well, I see lots of really interesting things I'd like to ask more questions about, but uh, maybe we'll cap it at that. Um, Mark, this looks great. And um, yeah, I think anyone who has license management needs to be interested in this, especially around all the new um, add-ons coming out for Microsoft, right? Trying to right-size your users and, and make sure they're properly licensed. So really appreciate you coming on and thanks for the uh, all the great information and uh, the demo. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you, uh, catch you on the road sometime. Thanks, Mark. Will do. Enjoy the rest of your day, gents. Cheers. Thanks. Thank James. you. Bye-bye.